So let's talk about phrases that a narcissist will use on you. We're doing a little series on the channel of different phrases that either a narcissist or a manipulator or a gaslighter will use because I get asked so often, Stephanie, literally what, what will this person say? And I think people are just trying to understand what is phrases or things that a person will say to you so you can be able to spot the abuse a little quicker. So since a narcissist is highly manipulative, you are going to be in different phases of a relationship with someone with MPD. You're going to be in an idealization phase, which typically tends to be in the beginning stages of the relationship, or they call it the honeymoon phase. But you can also experience that phase, even if you've been with someone who has MPD for 30 years, this would be kind of like the buttering up phase, the trying to make it up to you phase. So we'll put that on one side. Then of course we have the devaluing phase and then we have the discard phase. And so this is essentially the cycle of emotional abuse or narcissistic abuse. And so depending on what stage you're in, and again, you you could be with someone for 25 years and still be going through this cycle because that's what the relationship is, is this cycle that goes around and around constantly. So depending on what phase you're in is going to determine what you're actually going to hear from this person. So when we're in the idealization, the honeymoon phase, the grooming, butter you up kind of phase, you're going to hear these really like, and, and see these like grand gestures. So it's going to be like, oh my God, you're my soulmate. Oh my God, I've never loved anyone the way I've loved you. You're absolutely amazing. You are perfect for me. You do everything right. You're so beautiful. I wanna marry you. I wanna live with you. I want us to renew our vows right away. You get me more than anyone else ever did. I, I have never loved anyone the way I've loved you. It's going to be just very grand gestures. Now, I don't want you to hear any of what I just said and and think that anytime someone says any of those things to you, that they're narcissistic, that they're abusive, that it's coming from a toxic place. But what I do want you to be able to spot is when someone says something to you, what happened right before they said it and what happened right after they said it? Because that is actually their character, not what they said in the middle. It's going to be what happened right before and right after. So if you're newly dating someone and all of a sudden they love you, you're their soulmate, there's like these grand gestures, you're getting you know a dozen roses sent to your office and now we don't want to negate romance but you will intuitively feel like something's kind of a little too much or it's going a little too fast. You will instinctively feel that. So if someone is saying these things and you know that number one, if you've been in a relationship with someone with MPD, that they're doing these things and making these grand gestures and being the man or woman of your dreams and right prior, they abandoned you, they neglected you, they left you at a party and or they wanted to stay and, and you, you left or whatever, whatever the situation was, where they really dropped the ball in that relationship. If they just dropped the ball and then all of a sudden they're coming in being Prince Charming or the woman of your dreams and saying all the right things and essentially grooming you, then do their words actually mean anything? Now, could someone be sorry for what they did and they're trying to make it up to you? Absolutely. So again, we wanna see, is this consistent? So what happened before? If what happened before was some kind of neglect, abuse, abandonment, emotion, uh, uh, you know, verbal abuse or whatever that looks like, or let's just keep it real. Maybe I just met you and this is going really fast and I don't know you, but now if I'm unhealthy, then everything that you're doing is filling me up inside. 
if I'm unhealthy and I've been married to you for 20 years and all I do is project who I want you to be because I see these ideal idealization phases of my relationship with you where you are the person I've always wanted you to be and I get very fixated on who you are in that phase, then I'm in love with a character. I'm not actually in love with who you really are. So if that's what's happening before, and then you come in and say all of these phrases to me that make me feel amazing, what happens after? Are you consistent with changing your character and who you are? Are you going to keep doing the same thing over and over again? Are you rushing the relationship really, really quickly? So that's why it's so important for you to be healthy in order for you to not just spot a phrase, but to also be able to spot what happened before and what happening, what is happening after the phrase is said. Now, once a person has kind of buttered you up and they know that they have you hooked, now you're going to start entering kind of like that devaluing stage. And these stages don't just happen like boom, boom, one after another, and it's the cycle that's going really fast. These cycles or these stages, like they take time because it's going to take a lot of work in order for me to like butter you up again in order for me to like groom you and hoover and come in and promise the world and i think for the victims of these relationships it gets really confusing and this is where that cognitive dissonance really comes into play where they're confused and they don't know who they're in a relationship with all they do is stay hooked to who they once saw who they once had in the relationship and that's what they really get fixated on and that's what they keep hope that person will actually come back. Hey guys, and I wanna talk about a company called Simply Earth. So a problem that I have definitely had in the past is I love essential oils, but what is the problem that we all have? We sometimes invest all of this money into oils that we're actually not using. They're just sitting around on our shelves being unused and the essential oils, if you're not familiar with them, they can kind of confuse you on what oils to use in what ways so you can get the most out of them. Simply Earth Essential Oil Recipe Box is what I have found and I absolutely love it. It will help you to gain confidence and clarity in using essential oils to help make your home toxin free. So how it works is you receive the recipe box with four pure essential oils. You will receive six recipe cards and a bunch of other goodies, and you will learn how to actually make your recipes created by their certified aromatherapist. So you're saving money, you're detoxifying your home and your life, and all while doing it with affordable prices and honestly, easy to do. Easy to do, easy to use. You're not buying a bunch of different oils that you don't know what to do with and they're just sitting around not helping you. So the best part is these oils actually don't break your budget. So using essential oils to support your wellness does not have to be overwhelming. It can actually be fun making your home toxin-free with Simply Earth's essential oil recipe box. Plus, right now you will get a free 80 milliliter essential oil diffuser. When you subscribe using our URL code down below, it's simplyearth.com slash thrive. So if you're interested in getting essential oils for your home and a free diffuser, check out the link below and sign up today. And when you do that, when you keep hope that the person will come back and instead you don't hold that person to some boundaries and your standards, then you're going to be abused. Then whenever they say something that kind of feels good, it's going to be enough for you. The devaluing phase is all about slowly starting to break down that self-esteem, 
slowly wanting you to not be the person that you used to be. So it's a really tight rope that you have to walk when you're dealing with someone who's narcissistic because you don't want to completely dwindle all self-esteem where you're just kind of laying on the ground and you're so needy and you're so codependent because you're not going to be able to really feed that narcissist. So you can't be that, but you also can't really hold them accountable or make them take responsibility for their own actions. So you're really trying to balance this little like little thin line that you're walking down where I'm not too much of this or I'm not too little of that. Um, and that's why you can never actually please someone who's narcissistic because that's not how life works. And if in the devaluing phase, you're really starting to lose your sense of self, which means you're gonna start hearing those phrases that are really gonna start chipping away at you. Because remember, the only time that someone can chip away at your self-esteem is if you let them. So that means that even prior to the devaluing phase and before they even say any of these things to you, you already have given a little bit of yourself to this person where you feel like you really need this person on some level, either for love, validation, something, where when someone says this or when this person says these things to you, you really not just question it because on some level I think it's a little healthy to just like self-reflect for a second and say, hmm, am I this or is this this? But you have to quickly really know who you are and be able to dismiss that. And when you contemplate it too much, that means that you're giving someone else's words power over how you actually feel about yourself. So when you start hearing the things like, you're crazy, you're not really good at that, maybe you should try something else, you're imagining that, you're always jealous, that never happened, you need to get a life, you're too needy all the time, yep, you're right, I never do anything for you, I'm just the worst person ever, I think you need to learn how to like accept me more, you're so sensitive and you take things so personally, this is just who I am and you need to love me for who I am. So you're going to hear in this phase a mixture of phrases that are going to slowly start to chip away at you. Um, and you're also going to hear those kind of like gaslighting phrases. You're also going to hear phrases where the narcissist is trying to really isolate you from friends and family. So this is where I don't like your friends. I think this person's toxic. I don't want us to be around your family anymore. I don't agree with them. And you know, here's the thing, if you really love someone, could you possibly want to express your concern about someone that's in their life that you don't think is the best for them? Absolutely. But will you force this person to not be around them? No, you would not. You would just be a supportive partner, friend, whatever, on the sidelines while they manage that relationship because you understand it's not your place, your business, you don't have control, and you're just trying to be the supportive partner or friend to them. So when you're trying to get someone away from their friends and family, you're really doing it for your own selfish reasons. Now, when you're dealing with someone who's narcissistic, why would they want to do that? Because they're actually threatened by who this person is. They're threatened that this person is possibly or will possibly in the future start to see who they are and they will expose them to you and you will no longer be a good source of supply. So they're basically trying to cut away at any bit of hold or power that anyone else will have over you so they can control you the most. So you're also going to hear those like little digs of you don't really look good in that dress, you've really let yourself go, you that doesn't really flatter you or you don't look well in that. I don't think starting that business is something that you should do. 
Now, at some point, every narcissist will start to lose energy in wanting to play this game with you. So, and when they lose energy in wanting to play this game of like grooming you and making all this effort and doing all this work, this is really where the discard happens. And again, the discard doesn't have to be that they actually leave you for someone else, but the discard could be that they abandon you, that they lie to you. This is really where the real abuse comes into play. The abuse that you had and the devaluing was more of, is that abuse? Hmm, is that gaslighting? What is that? That's where the manipulation is and all of those kind of like gray things that you may not really be able to tell is happening but is happening. The discard phase is really where the cutthroat, black and white, they did this, they're wrong, stuff really happens. Now in this kind of like vengeful, you know, I wanna hurt you state that they're in is because two things, either you have completely lost all sense of yourself. And like I said, you're just kind of lying there and you're not really giving me anything anymore. You've really fallen off that like tight rope and you just fallen off to the side. So I might just leave you for someone else or I might just keep kicking you while you're down because you're down and, and it's fun to be honest. It makes me feel a little bit better about myself. Or you could actually have gone to the other side where you're starting to get really, really strong and I don't like it. So I'm gonna try a couple more things that are going to be even more hurtful to try to get you to like come down and remember who you are, that I have control over you and I'm the one that's in charge. What you have to remember too is that whether you are just lying on the floor and you've got nothing to give anymore or you're starting to feel more self-empowered and you're understanding and you're learning and you're like, no, I think you're narcissistic and all of this is starting to kind of make sense. Either way, this is now punishment. This is punishment for not being who I needed you to be. So this is where you're going to start not only seeing the real abuse, but you're also going to start hearing the things that are the most hurtful things you've ever heard in your entire life coming from someone that you never thought in a million years would ever say these things to you. So this is where 20 years into a marriage, multiple kids later, they all of a sudden ask you for a divorce completely out of nowhere and they just look right, you know, look at you right dead in the eyes and say, we should have never gotten married. This was a mistake. And you're like, wait, what? Like we've been married for like 25 years. We have like two kids together. We've built this life. And now you're telling me that this was all a mistake or that the person was maybe rushing to live together. And then a couple months into the relationship of living together, now all of a sudden they're pulling the rug from under you and saying, we should have never lived together. This was a mistake. And you're like, well, wait a minute. You were the one that actually suggested this. You were the one that was like madly deeply in love with me in the beginning. And now you're telling me this is a mistake. So you're going to hear the things like, I don't love you anymore. I'm leaving you for this other person. They make me happier than you. They're better than you. They're younger than you. Whatever it is that they're better than you, they will 100% throw that in your face. They'll start flaunting this person around if they are discarding you for someone else. They might start really making you feel worse about yourself. You know, you're just severely depressed and you're bipolar and you can't figure it out and you're crazy and I can't be with someone who is you know not a sane person you cry all the time for no reason and i think you need help but then when you try to go get help they kind of shame you for actually wanting to get help and maybe seeing a therapist or going to a coach you're definitely going to hear those kind of things that make you feel like oh my god i'm losing the best thing that's ever happened to me because they make themselves out to be healthy 
and that you're the crazy one and that you're the toxic one and that you're the unhealthy one. And so this is kind of like, just like the icing on the cake. This is where you were just about to fall off the mountain and they just kind of flicked you and like let you go. So it's really important to understand that every phase you're gonna hear different things. But like I said, the most important thing that I want you to take away from any of this is when someone says something to you, make sure you watch what they do before and make sure you watch what they do after. That will dictate actually who they are.